last time on acrylics so you're saying that your friend willingly left with a man you think to be a killer what makes you think he was a killer because he nearly choked me to death all the while threatening to snap my fucking neck vince seeks out refuge at the bar where he works the elevator doors open and it is as vince fears K-Rod is inside the elevator. Hello, Vince. K-Rod lifts his fist to hit Vince in the face, but stops to the sound of Aurora's voice. K-Rod walks up to Aurora, close enough where the gun is pressed against his chest. Season finale of Acrylics, episode 10. K-Rod, just leave. I can't let him take you away from me. You don't have to do this. Neither do you. Aurora is not a fool. She knows that pulling this trigger is the only way she can save Vince because K-Rod will never stop until Vince is dead. But she can't bring herself to do it. K-Rod strokes her across the face. She closes her eyes as she feels the warmth of his hand. That is when K-Rod unexpectedly strikes Aurora hard enough it sends her hurling backwards. And as she does, a large van turns around the corner of the garage and Aurora goes straight through the window to the back of the van. The driver of the van is knocked unconscious. His head laid pressed against the car's horn. The van slowly rolled backwards as it came to a stop against the concrete wall. K-Rod takes off in the direction that Vince ran. K-Rod can sense Vince's fear and, and hears the sounds of his heart racing. K-Rod removes his jacket and drops it to the ground and does the same to his vest. He then rips off his shirt. After taking a deep breath, he transforms into the acrylic beast. Vince runs to the second level parking garage. He makes it to the nearest elevator. Once there, he repeatedly presses the elevator door button. It takes him a moment to realize that the elevator had a sign on it that says, in need of repairs. Shit. He weighed his options, whether to run to the other end of the parking garage, to the other set of elevators, or to run to the first level of the parking garage. He decides to run to the first level. However, when he turns around, he sees K-Rod in his beast form. K-Rod's eyes piercing right at him. Holy shit. Vince knew he wouldn't be able to make it to the first level before K-Rod caught him. So he decided to run towards the cars, hoping to climb in between levels, going back towards the third level. K-Rod hopped on top of the column of vehicles and began to run towards Vince. Every step K-Rod made shattered the windows of the vehicles, triggering their alarms. K-Rod lunges at Vince's legs as he climbs back down to the third level. 
Vince barely pulls his legs through safely before K-Rod nearly catches him. K-Rod is too big to fit in between the levels. Vince then stands and then begins to climb his way down to the fourth level of the garage. K-Rod stops and changes his direction in order to go after Vince. K-Rod runs to the third level on the way down to the fourth level, passing the van he threw Aurora through. Vince is hiding behind a car. He sees the elevator doors, but K-Rod has made it to the fourth floor too fast for him to get there. K-Rod knows exactly where Vince is, but likes toying with him. K-Rod hops on top of a car and then hops onto the next one and keeps doing this because every time he does, he hears Vince's heart beat faster and faster. The driver of the van is starting to awake, lifting his head from the steering wheel. The driver grips his throbbing head as he's trying to figure out what just happened. He gets out of the van and walks in front of it to examine what might have caused this. It is then there is a sound that leaks from the back of the van that makes him feel anxious and scared. For some reason, it is too dark to see what exactly is back there. However, the sounds are unmistakable. It is loud growling and breathing. There is no lights that shine towards the back of the van, so he cannot see anything. But as he takes a deeper look, he sees a pair of unhuman eyes, the color of which he's never witnessed before. He gets terrified and begins to run away. Aurora springs out of the van through the front window as a dark flash of blur. She dashes towards the fourth level of the garage. Vince is attempting to hold his breath, trying not to make a sound, but what he doesn't realize is the sound of his heart skipping gives up his location. Vince is trying to figure out a way he can run or get out of this situation. It's hard for Vince to concentrate with all the noise of the broken glass and metal and the growling and the scratching and clawing. Suddenly all noise in the garage stops. Vince wonders whether K-Rod is left or not. It is only then Vince feels K-Rod's warm breath on the top of his head and the back of his neck and he realizes K-Rod is right above him. Vince wastes no time and dashes for the elevator. K-Rod jumps off the top of the car and chases after Vince. Just as K-Rod is about to pounce on him, Aurora, in her acrylic form, bites down on K-Rod's tail and throws him backward, the same as he did to her, smashing him into several cars. Vince is stunned. Aurora looks Vince in the eyes. Somehow Vince knows that it's her. She turns around shielding Vince from K-Rod, waiting for another anticipated attack. With no intentions of killing Aurora, K-Rod immediately gets up and bombards past Aurora towards Vince. Aurora slashes K-Rod with her claws and then they begin to fight like vicious dogs.
while K-Rod's main focus is killing Vince, Aurora's is to protect him. Every attack that K-Rod aims towards Vince, Aurora stops. The fight was becoming tiresome for the both of them, but K-Rod seemed like the stronger of the two. It became clear that Aurora could not keep up with K-Rod's consistent attacks for long. K-Rod does not want to harm Aurora, but he realizes he will never get to Vince if she keeps stopping each one of his attacks. So using real force, he slams her into a truck and bites down on her front leg, breaking her arm and seriously wounding her. Aurora whimpers. K-Rod sees that this is his chance to get to Vince. While Aurora is down, he takes off after Vince, who hadn't moved at the pure disbelief at what he is witnessing. Vince sees K-Rod, tensions revert back to him. He presses the button for the elevator doors to open, and as they do, he jumps in. Just as they are about to close, K-Rod is able to press one of his front paws, catching the door, but the force of which his body attempted to stop the elevator doors from closing has now jammed the doors. Vince presses his back against the wall as far as it can go. With brute force, K-Rod is slowly trying to force his way through the doors. He's getting closer and closer to Vince. K-Rod is just about to take the bite out of Vince's face when a war bites the back of K-Rod's neck and pulls him out of the elevator door. K-Rod is struggling to break free from Aurora's grip. The more K-Rod resists, the tighter Aurora's jaws bite down. Hopeless and at the mercy of Aurora, Vince is watching the whole thing. Aurora looks at Vince with a sorrow in her eyes. Then she uses what's left of her strength to snap K-Rod's neck. K-Rod lets out a final whimper. Aurora releases K-Rod from her jaws. Aurora limps a few feet away from K-Rod and transforms back into her human form. After seeing this unbelievable sight, Vince climbs out of the elevator door opening and walks towards Aurora. He takes off his jacket and covers her with it. He lifts Aurora to her feet. Vince and Aurora exit the parking garage through the first floor car entrance. They walk onto the sidewalk to a bus stop. Aurora is weak and is leaning against Vince the entire time. Moments later, a bus pulls up and Vince and Aurora get on. Vince and Aurora sat in the midsection of the bus. Excluding Aurora, Vince, and the bus driver, only four other people were on the bus. Vince sat next to the window as Aurora sat to the left of him, with her head resting on his shoulders. Aurora's hair covers her face. He looks at Aurora still with some disbelief. Vince rests his head on the window sill. For a few blocks, all is quiet, but then Vince hears something. <laughs> the sound of growling coming from Aurora. Vince's head slowly rises from the window, and he glances over at her. 
back at the parking garage. The morning sunlight shines through the driveway entrance of the first level parking garage. K-Rod is standing at the car entrance of the first level. Enough sunlight is shining through to see the upper naked half of his body. The left side of his face is pressed against his left shoulder. K-Rod grabs his head and snaps his neck back into place. K-Rod begins to smile as he walks back into the parking garage. K-Rod approaches a car where he opens the door and gets inside. It is his car. He starts the car up and drives out of the parking garage. We come back to the bus that Vince and Aurora were traveling on, but in that time, something has gone wrong. The bus has been flipped over on its side and most of the windows have been shattered. The passengers and bus driver are dead. Aurora walks off the bus, stepping on blood and glass. K-Rod pulls up in his car, awaiting for Aurora. K-Rod gets out of the car, and Aurora walks up to him. She looks back at the bus, that's filling with smoke. How do you feel? Aurora looks at K-Rod and kisses him. Like my old self, it feels good to be bad. K-Rod and Aurora get back into the car and drive away. Just as the sounds of police sirens and ambulance fill the atmosphere, paramedics arrive at the scene just in time to see Vince crawl his way out of the bus, covered in blood and injuries, but alive. Once he's out, he sits up and leans his back against the bus. Paramedics approach him. I guess the Russian scientist was right. All it took was once, and my urge to kill came rushing back. I don't give a damn about humans. Seems K-Rod does use his brain from time to time. He had a plan from the start, pushing me enough that I would kill, even if it was him. K-Rod is immortal, we both are, and his momentary illusion of death was enough to restart my old habits. And I guess the rest is history.
Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Acrylics. This is the completion of this series. Maybe in the future we'll do a part two. I'm not sure yet, but we have other stories in the work. But this is the point in time I want to say that Ac Acrylics is a production SK Diary presents. It is written and produced by Shauna K. The voice of the narrator and Aurora was Shauna K. The voice of K-Rod was Nikanar Vorpro. The voice of Vince was Zeke Speaks VO. The voice of Santas was Abdu. The voice of Morris was Matthew Tonic. The voice of Dr. Dragos was D.S. Keller. The voice of Gabe was Jimbo Flim Flam. The voice of the target was Bob. The voice of the three brothers was Jimmy Smits. The voice of the female reporter was Dizzy Nay. The voice of the male reporter number one was James A. The voice of the male reporter number two was KC. The voice of the policeman and the boyfriend was Rabbit W. The voice of the mother and girlfriend was Jamie Alenzo. The voice of the angry gunman and the fight pilot and the drunken man was Boltneck Cannon. The voice of the flirty guy was Kilo Grain. And the voice of the waitress was Sarai Dives. A big thank you for everyone who tuned in to the series. And we look forward to having you back for our next story on SK Diary Productions. <laughs>